Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Raw after WrestleMania has played host to some of the most memorable WWE occurrences in modern times. Yet this typically rowdy evening is most commonly known as the place where people either opt to make their long awaited return from injury or their big old debut on WWE. So hopefully the game has more than a few compelling reveals up his sleeve when it comes to this year's Raw after WrestleMania 39. Because I am Gareth from What Culture Wrestling and here are 10 WWE superstars who could debut or return the night after WrestleMania 39. Number 10 to Maso Champer. So after finally making the full-blown full-time jump up to the main roster like a week after last year's Raw after WrestleMania, Tommaso Ciampa never really got going as a single star on Raw, did he? Before he knew what hit him, Blackheart had lost his name, somehow found himself associated with The Miz, and then was acting like a weird little bearded scrappy-doo for a while. The arrival of Triple H as the new head of creative did at least bring a few little flickers and hints of the Blackheart that we all know and love within. But then, just as he threatened to really break out as this new little singles mid-card division worker, he got injured and he's been out since September. Since then, there's not been really any concrete information as to what's going down with Champa when he is scheduled to return, but it was revealed just earlier this month that he'd finished his last stem cell treatment after having like surgery on, I believe it was hip in October. So fingers are no doubt being crossed that Champa can once again dance with buddies, I think that's what he wrote on the stem cell bag because that's what you do as like a traditional thing, and that the bearded force of nature can finally reunite with his DIY buddy Johnny Gargano and help him be put into something more meaningful than dancing on top of an announce desk with a cowboy hat. Number 9, Big E. Speaking of injury comebacks that just about every single soul alive is trying to will into existence, my goodness, this one just needs to happen, doesn't it? Because who among you would not lose your damn minds if Big E's music suddenly blasted out on April 3rd and he started strutting down that ramp, having a dance, having a jive? You'd just love it. You'd love to see it. After enjoying the absolute year of his career that was 2021, winning the money in the bank and even lifting his first ever WWE Championship, 
the new day positivity machine was dealt probably the worst possible hand imaginable when it comes to the wrestling world in 2022 because we all know what happened on smackdown that horror horrible horrifying injury that happened in the lead up to wrestlemania 38 and it was frightening i don't know what more to add to that but rather than allowing such a terrifying net break keep him down the most likable man in the industry was up and walking around like a week or so later because it's just it's remarkable he's just the best isn't he and look there's no getting around how scary the fact is that biggie was that close to paralysis a stroke or even possibly dying because of the injury and biggie himself has even admitted that he'd be quite content if, the, if this is it if, the, if he can't ever wrestle again if this is the end of his career then he's happy with with the run that he's had so far but with this month this very month that i'm recording in march marking one whole year and the time now when he is set to have some more scans on his neck many will definitely be hoping that this this next round of scans brings with it the news that if he can't actually get in between the ropes and do any bumping yet he can at least come back onto WWE programming and do something and just be there and just be Big E because we love you man. Number 8 Alexa Bliss So since failing to get the better of Bianca Belair at the Royal Rumble, Alexa Bliss has pretty much disappeared entirely from WWE programming. And it was actually revealed shortly after the event that she was taking a leave of absence from WWE and it wasn't injury related, she just pretty much fulfilled her part of all the storylines at this moment in time. So it feels like a pretty safe bet at this point to assume that Alexa Bliss probably isn't going to be on the WrestleMania card and her next big appearance will likely come on the Raw after Mania. What is far less obvious at this stage is how WWE are going to choose to present the goddess or whatever the hell she's been over the last couple of months. Because their attempts to reconnect Bliss to all things spooky and wired and bleep, 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 swing on a swing set, meep, 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 I've got a lily doll, I've not been working, have they? And to be honest, the demonic schoolgirl Bliss stuff probably wouldn't connect that much with even the rowdiest post-WrestleMania crowd, so it doesn't feel like the wise move for me. More than anything, the Raw after WrestleMania just offers them the chance to smash the refresh button. They can either revert back to goddess territory or just do something different with Bliss because it's not been working in any way, shape or form. Just listen to the weird indifference that happened when they had that weird little tease at the end of the Royal Rumble match that she had with Bianca Belair. Nobody was interested. Number seven, Naomi. After not being seen on WWE programming since May of last year at this point when she walked out with Sasha Banks on an episode of Raw, as we all know, Naomi's sports entertainment return has been one that has been heavily speculated and rumoured for all those months ever since. And while Mercedes Money would recently go on to new things and explore the world outside of WWE and even lift the IWGP Women's Championship after besting Kairi, Naomi is still currently listed as an active member of WWE's roster on SmackDown on the website. If you go and check, she's there smiling and doing this. Now it is worth noting how Ariane Andrew, the glowing star's former Funkadactyl teammate, did recently explain how Naomi had undergone surgery on a shoulder injury. So that could possibly be the key reason why we've not seen her on WWE programming right this minute or even in the last few months. But if the star is fully healed up by April 3rd, you've got to believe that Triple H and co are going to do everything in their power to make the Raw After Mania feel the damn glow. Number 6, Pat McAfee. On top of shocking the thousands crammed inside of the dome and the millions watching at home, Pat McAfee's surprise Royal Rumble appearance also shoot shocked Corey Graves and Michael Cole because they had no idea that was coming. And while that particular unexpected return definitely ranks as one of the most satisfying of recent times, the fact McAfee is still yet to reclaim a consistent spot at the announced desk in the weeks and months that have followed feels, well it makes this entire thing feel like a bit of a bittersweet moment really. With McAfee also casting 
casting a bit of doubt over his long-term future with WWE, taking to Twitter recently saying he's not really sure if WWE does get bought by someone who maybe he doesn't agree with and doesn't like the way they go about doing things. Would he want to be there and make money for that person? That's also likely left some wondering whether they've actually seen the last of McAfee inside of a WWE product ring or even just at the announce desk. Having the former NFL player take up a spot on the Raw or SmackDown announce team in the wake of WrestleMania would provide a huge boost to either of those shows. But the ball is likely very much still in McAfee's corner as to what in the holy heck he's going to do next because the guy, he's got a lot going on, hasn't he? Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Number five, Matt Cardona. The star himself may have recently gone on record to claim that returning to WWE is not quote-unquote his goal. But the fact Matt Cardona followed up that statement by commenting on the fact that he still definitely desires another WrestleMania moment and potentially another appearance at Madison Square Garden, again, hints at the fact that this dude appears to be heading to WWE very, very soon, doesn't he? That and, of course, the fact that his wife Chelsea Green returned to WWE recently as well, of course. Should the reinvented independent star make his reportedly immediate return to WWE then, it'll likely make all the sense in the world to unleash the former Zack Ryder in front of one of the most vocal, loud, noisy, scary, maybe not scary, sometimes scary, crowds in all of wrestling. Triple H was said to be 100% interested in bringing Cardona back into the mix after just appreciating the way that he's grown in the business since leaving WWE. And he's been heavily linked to having a return to WWE for some time now, so all signs seem to be pointing to a Raw after WrestleMania comeback. Just do not expect to see him woo-woo-wooing down the ramp when he does. Number four, Carmelo Hayes. As this year's 
NXT Stand and Deliver edges ever so closer, a collision that has felt somewhat inevitable over the last 18 months or so is finally set to go down as the dominant, all-conquering, brawn-breaker NXT champion puts that belt on the line against the equally impressive Carmelo Hayes. In truth, it definitely feels as though this one is set to be a swan song for one of these two dudes. And while you could argue that Bronny himself has likely done everything he probably can at this point in NXT at this current moment in time, Melo has been primed and ready for this big old jump up to the big time for, for about a year now, and I would know that because I put him in the exact same version of this list that I did last year. <laughs> Another absolute banger, apologies Taz, would be a fitting conclusion to one of the most consistent runs in NXT in recent times. And having Melo swagger his way down the Monday Night Raw ramp on the Raw after WrestleMania alongside hype man Trick Williams would be money. And if given the time, the space, the freedom to showcase the incredible in-ring ability and charisma that made him an NXT favourite, well, I've got a feeling that Melo just won't miss. Number 3, Authors of Pain Another set of workers that have been somewhat heavily linked to a WWE return in recent times. The former NXT and Raw Tag Team Champions that are Authors of Pain look to be a pretty safe bet to be returning to WWE in the not-too-distant future. So since being released by WWE in September 22, Akam and Razor haven't really been all that active at all, in fact, they've not even wrestled, I don't think, for the last couple of years, so there's that. Though they did infamously try and kick off the whole wrestling entertainment series promotion, and that didn't really go too well, did it? Just just go and look online, it was not a good look. However, even with all that weird Wes stuff that went down, if you look at reports that came out just at the start of this year, it's looking like WWE have already started discussing the potential for AOP to return. And not only that, but with Paul Ellering returning as their manager potentially as well. And while admittedly things have been quiet on that front, was the quote given in an update recently, perhaps that is merely a strategy to throw fans off the scent of an incoming return on the Raw after Mania. Number two, Randy Orton. Orton. Not appearing on WWE programming since Czech's calendar May, Randy Orton's severe back issues on the back of dropping the Raw Tag Team titles to the Usos were said to be so bad that Dave Meltzer even reported that his career almost ended there and then. Throughout his extended absence, there's been a lot of rumours swelling around that we may have actually seen the last of Randy Orton inside of a WWE ring, and that is just downright sad, isn't it? However, talk of Orton apparently reaching out to a wrestling bootmaker to create a new pair of the bad boys to wear for his return has renewed some hope that we could be seeing this legend killer come back to our screens, potentially even at the Raw after WrestleMania. Also, just a little tidbit on the side, if you looked at the recent picture of Randy Orton when he was like flexing next to some kids, he looked absolutely jacked. The guy's still in shape. The guy, he's going to do it, isn't he? He's going to come back. Give me my Orton. I want to see him. Number 1, Jay White. Jay White's impending WWE debut has felt pretty inevitable for some time now. Now, of course, there's always a slight chance that Tony Khan could dig down deep into his pockets and pull off one hell of a last-minute coup of Jay White and bring him over to AEW. But the fact WWE are already said to be roughly pitching a few ideas for Switchblade's emergence on the WWE show does appear to suggest that the company are quite confident that he is going to be heading to their brand. And where better to unleash the former Bullet Club leader than on the Raw after WrestleMania, I say? Whether White is dumped straight into a big old title challenge against fellow former Bullet Club member Cody Rhodes, if he, you know, wins the belts, which he should, or maybe even instigates a faction war with another former Bullet Club leader in Finn Balor and the Judgment Day. And it'd also give the promotion yet another opportunity to show all those over in the land of all elite how well they could potentially be treated if they choose to give the world of sports entertainment a try. Looking at you, Kenny. 
And that is our list. Know of any other people that could debut or return on the Raw after WrestleMania? Well, I'm sure you're going to let me know all about them in the comment section right down below. And while you were there, don't forget to like, share, and click on that subscribe button too. I've been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Follow myself on Twitter at gmorgan04 and follow everyone here at What Culture at What Culture WWE. Also, if you like this kind of thing, then head on over to WhatCulture.com and find some more fantastic articles, videos, and there's probably more of them around me right about now.